Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash I am divine 2022. Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Hey, welcome to The Funniest Thing, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly <laughs> always leads to better than expected outcomes. Yeah. That's when you say, funniest thing, you're not going to believe it. You're not going to believe it. And boy, do we have an unbelievable show for you today. You're not kidding. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live right now from middle school studios in Culver City, the heart of Screenland. Ah. Um, today's... Episode episode is titled Opportunities Calling. Don't, Don't let, it, let go it go to voicemail. voicemail. And before we get into what that one's all about, you want to say that again since we uh, did that. In- <laughs> opportunities calling. Don't let it go to voicemail. Ah, ah, okay. There we go. So we're gonna start off with our three breaths to get grounded. We got some great fan mail, challenging fan mail. Yes, our first ever yeah. fan mail challenge. Yes, we got a fan mail challenge, and we didn't even initiate it. No, and how, and, and it's, oh my god, yeah, oh, this too is many a, funny things. Yes, have so come forward. Why don't we start with the, <laughs> your three breaths? Why don't we? So why shall we? How shall we? Okay, so the three breaths for today. It's perfect for today's show. It's simply, opportunity is calling, and I am listening now. Are you ready, Daryl? Yeah, that's a good one. All right, let's just take a deep breath to clear it all out. (sighs) Opportunity is calling, and I am listening now. (sighs) So we're breathing in after the... Opportunities calling. That's right. Okay. And then breathing out after. I am listening now. Got it. Okay. Shall we start again? Yeah, let's start again. Opportunity is calling. And I am listening now. Ah. 
Opportunity is calling. And I'm listening now. <sighs> Opportunity is calling. And I'm listening now. Ah. <sighs> well, aren't you going to pick it up? <laughs> Opportunity is calling. I don't know. Thank you so much. She just dragged in the funniest thing mailbag. She sure did. And let's see what's inside today. I'm going to dig deep here. All right. This one was sent all the way from Los Angeles, California. This one comes from Alexandra Berg. And that was actually posted on the funniest thing Facebook fan fan page, page. which we encourage all our listeners to do. Yeah, you're not kidding. I get a text from Daryl every time we get something on the fan page. Yeah, I go, wow, we got something. I know. (laughs) It's like fishing. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I get excited. So Alexandra says, what a fun show. I loved it. So glad Lori Fazzaro turned me on to it. Happy face. Nice. Yes, thank you, Alexandra. I appreciate you uh, tuning in and... Taking the time to tell us what you think. Yeah, that's an unexpected one. Even though I do know Lori, I don't know Alexandria. She's a friend of my a friend of my wife's uh, through Dog Rescue. Yes. And um, one thing I know Alexandra does, having looked at her website, is collecting like different goods that they might need at different rescue. Oh, that's right. Yes. What is it called? Bees blessings. Yes, she collects blankets and necessary things that that dogs may need. Shelters. Yes, that's a lot of love right there. So let's go for another one while we're here, shall we? Yeah, yeah, grab one. Let's go. Ooh, you're taking it from the bag that's marked. Funniest thing, mailbag challenge. Oh, man. You sure you have the, (laughs) for this? The gall. Let's do it. Okay, here we go. I'll I'll read, it's, I hope it's about you. Uh, I'll read this one. This says, okay, this is from Laura Allen from Colorado Springs, Colorado. And this came directly to us from the uh, funniest thing email, which is funniest thing at unityonlineradio.org. Okay. It starts off pretty good. Let's see it. Ready? Yeah. I am so very happy to see that Unity Radio said yes to their good by putting you guys on the air. Enjoy the show immensely and can hardly wait each week for a new episode. Fantastic. Yeah, so good. Yeah, so yeah, far, so, so good. So far, so good. I only have one challenge that I've been trying to work through. Uh-oh. When Ed drove to meet his friend and ended up le- leaving her sitting there in the coffee shop... I get and agree that he didn't need to engage in her negativity. I would have liked to have heard that he had gone back to the table and tell her he was leaving and why. It could have been a really good opportunity of growth for both, not just Ed. Hmm. I think it's probably just the difference between men and women. Anyway, love, love, love the show. Keep up the fantastic work. Enjoy a magnificent day. Rock on unity in the Rockies. Wow. Well, Thank you wait. so much for taking the time. I have to I have to actually uh make a confession. What is it? Well, when I got that email, you didn't act I was waiting for you to meet me. Yeah. And I actually told her that you would respond to that on the air. 
Oh, man. I don't have any notes, though. <laughs> ah. Actually, let's tell the story. You okay. showed up after I responded. That's true. That's and true. I said, Ed, here, check this out. And, uh, you know, I mean, anytime we get mail, like, or, you know, any type of criticism. Well, it's not even really it's criticism. criticism at but all. anytime yeah. you hear anything that's not, you're 100% perfect and I love you all the time yes. just the way you are, it seems to make you, your hackles, you know, I mean, I mean, in general, not you. I mean, even me. I'm like, eh, and I got to, wait a minute. I got to s- just relax. Yeah. Not go yeah. on the defensive. Sure. You know, I'm here to learn. Now let's 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 take a look at this. And uh we had a nice little conversation, but then miracle then the, I mean, I don't think Laura realizes I don't know if this letter created the miracle or what. But, but the funniest yes. thing happened the day after we got this letter. You are not kidding, Daryl. I mean, I really, really appreciate Laura uh being willing to share yes. that how she really felt about what she heard. And I'm glad, you know, that that's what came up for you. And I guarantee you you're not alone because after I spoke after I read this email, I spoke with my wife and she shared me with me that someone she knows had also had a similar challenge with that day. And uh so what do, where do we start? One I thing- think we should start with let me just back up and just to go through the things to lead you up to Sunday, because I'm pretty objective with it. And I yeah. think I could see it. Yeah, it gets right fair up enough, there. Fair enough. Because after reading this, you know, I thought about it, too. And I was thinking, OK. Yeah, we do need a little recap. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, this was an episode ago. a while back and it was called um, Rise Up and Run for Your Rise Life. Rise Up and Run for Your Life. I suggest you listen to the episode. It'll bring you up to speed. Yeah. And it's a very good episode about listening to your inner voice, following your intuition. Yes. In situations that seem very uncomfortable. Right. When is it appropriate to stay and work things out? Yes. And when is it appropriate to, you know what? I don't need to stay here. Right. And I'm just going to. Go go on with my day, right? And let this thing, yes, resolve itself. When are we running away from fear? Yes. And when are we going with that loving voice that's saying it's time to move on at yes. this moment? And bless it and move on. Bless it and move on. And the situation was this: Ed agreed to meet his friend all the way, and you know, not around the corner. He agreed to meet her. Yeah, a little drive, a little bit of a drive, you know, in Pasadena. And he called on the way there, asked, hey, where do you want to meet? Uh, and I had just told you about this great little funky coffee that's shop. Right. That's, that's right. You know, it's privately owned. It's not it's like one of those. Right. Funky- because I have no familiarity with that area in terms of where to go. So and it was one of those Darryl. funniest things. I was just there the week before that's to see right. a documentary. And it was this funky little coffee shop. I knew you'd like I figured you would appreciate it. Yes. And they had a little bookstore with cool spiritual books and funky art books. Right. And she was like, yeah, great. Sounds great. Ed, Ed went to meet her and he, he was waiting for her and uh, waiting for his friend. And he was in the bookstore and he came across some funny books and it started the, the, you could start to feel the uncomfortability right from the start because, you know, Ed said, Hey, look at these pictures. What do you think of this? And that's when your friend said, well, I like that one. Cause I know you like this one, right? which is a little bit like, Kind of like just a little uh, blip on the radar. Yeah, a little blip on the radar. You didn't let that get you. Know what? Okay, that felt a little weird, but you know, what? I'm just going to bless it and let's go have some coffee, right? You didn't antagonize the situation, right, right. but 
situations like when people do that to me or when I do that to people, I kind of know what I'm doing. There's something in me that's bugging me about myself that I don't think is about myself. And now I'm sticking a little, I'm poking a stick in the tiger cage. I don't know why I do that. But right. we all tend to do that. Right, right. And you kind of gave her the way out. Say, let's go have coffee. You go to buy the coffee. You're, they're making the coffee. Ed goes to sit down. And then she hits you with the classic. And why don't you say the sentence? There's something that we have to talk about. Okay. Now, right there, whenever someone says, including myself, when I say we need to talk or there's something we have to talk about, it usually... If I'm 100% honest, it means I want to punish you for something, but I'm using these nice flowery words because we learn in these spiritual groups that you have to sit and we're conversing about how we feel. But no, if I'm feeling uncomfortable about something, first I need to do is bless you, bless the situation until that emotion dissolves, Right. that feeling of I got to retaliate and punish you. Right. And then it seems to bubble up naturally yes. in a lighthearted conversation because by the time I see you, it's like I've gone through the whole process. Right. I see my part, which yes. is always the case that kicks it up a notch. Indeed. And then your part's kind of smaller. And then I'll say, hey, you're not going to believe it. The other day I was, oh my, I got my nose bent out of joint when I read your text. But then I realized, wait a minute, I'm just hungry or yes. whatever. And then we, and then we get, and then you even will come across and say, oh yeah, well, I was a little bit. Yes. And I sent that and I go, oh, cool. You know, we're all good. Right. And then she proceeded to tell you that, you know, started the list of, why you were going to be punished. You always pick the places we go to. Right, and, right. and that's when you decided, you know what, let me go get the coffees. You went up to get the coffees. You're having a nice conversation with the barista, which lifted your spirit again. Right. And then the thought came, you know what? I'm going to pay for the coffees. I'm going to get mine into the cup and I'm out of here. Right. Well, and, and that's what makes people think, well, edges blew her off. Right. And, and another part of it that's important was, when I was sitting there and was hearing what was being said to me, I felt really, really sad. And I felt like I was more aware of something that I had been experiencing in my life. Like, and I was wondering, what am I doing that's attracting this kind of experience? And I was really in no position. I don't know. My intuition just told me this is not the time to try to figure that out. It's just time to get myself into like a higher feeling a better feeling place. And that's when I got up, I said, let me just get out of this energy and talk to the barista to get my own, like to get myself back into a loving space. Yes. A healthier frame of mind. Right. Right. And then, I mean, it's the intuition came that it's time to move on. And it wasn't something that was like a rational thought. Like I'm going to get a, I'm not, I'm going to show this person or I'm going to get back at this. It was more the love inside me said, let's just, go now it's time to go and yes. i saw the door and I, I i had already paid for the coffee and and i felt it wasn't any resentment it was more like me saying yes to the part of me that said it's okay ed the like the young part of me but it's okay for you to leave now you don't have to take this on because it doesn't belong to you yes and for me that was like so healing at that moment and i walked just i didn't run or hide i walked slowly confidently to my car and Drove away and then we texted and she, you know, was like, she are said, are you back? back? And he said, no, no, not today. No. And then, and that, that was it. So you did explain in the text right after that. No, I'm not coming back today. Right. And here's the key that I think our listeners need 
to know if they don't already know already. And that's the point of when am I doing something out of guilt, which is never good. Right. Guilt is always for meaning, well, I should go back and take my medicine. Right. But you know what? That never works. That's right. Because then that, it just, it never gets resolved. Right. And I got to tell you, I'm going to be totally honest with you. When I do something like that to somebody, people pointing out what's wrong or why they're right and why I'm wrong I, I just go on the inside. I'm on the defensive, and I yeah. I won't see my part right until maybe later. Right. So but, let's get to the yeah. But I want to say this real quick because okay, this yeah, is no, crucial for before saying. you saw her on Sunday. Yeah. But when you leave me or when we leave our friends to sit like, and this could be an alcoholic or anyone, you don't shame them into it or convince them. But when they have to sit and just with themselves, then the mirror is there. Right. And then they have to say, uh oh. You know, I see this clearly. Right. And then trying to defend it makes me feel foolish because now I realize, you know what? He left. I know why he left. Right. I was sticking it to him. Yeah. Now, the amazing part that happened overnight from Laura's letter to Sunday. Yeah, because we read the letter on Sunday. uh, No, on On Saturday. Saturday. And then on Sunday, my friend, my wife had invited my friend to an art show we were having at our house. And this was the friend that you left in the... That's right. Yes. And, and mind you, every time I thought of my friend since the time I left her, all I felt was love and all I did is send her love. And when I saw her that Sunday, the funniest thing, she was doing the same thing with me. All the time she, while we were apart, she let me know that she was sending me love. I was sending her love, and she told me that she had some amazing lessons for herself had come out of that, that experience because a couple of days later she had a similar experience that brought the lesson back clearer. So she got this, clear. And she even admitted to you, you know what, I realized I was doing this. Yeah, and, uh, and then other little things such as my, the fact that my wife was the person who invited my friend over. There were a lot of little things that cleared up between us without me doing anything That's except blessing and loving my friend. And she was doing the same thing for me. And we had the most wonderful uh, conversation and time together on Sunday. Amazing. Amazing. And she's been a great fan of the show. I yeah. mean, she's never not been a fan of what you've done or what you're doing. And right. I just want Laura Allen and other listeners who may can be confused about that. We're not saying run away from a problem. We're not saying stick it and punish your, yeah. you know, the person who makes you upset. It's just like that, that Kenny Rogers song. Intuition lets you know clearly, you know, you got to know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. Know when to walk away. Know when to run. Yeah. and Good point. Yes. And that's what intuition tells us. And I know for a fact when I'm leaving because I want to yeah. punish someone or I'm returning because I feel guilty. Yeah. If I'm doing anything because I feel I should. Yeah. And I forget who gets credit for this quote. That means I just need to lay down until the feeling passes. That's right. And my friend and I both went away and we used our tools, our spiritual tools, our meditation, our prayer, our loving it came back better than before. Amazing. What You want to do that quick little... The Beatles had the perfect answer for this as well. Oh, that's... Right. You ready? Yes. One, two, three, four. Life is very short and there's no time for fussing and fighting, my friends. Woo! Laura Harvey's coming up after the break. 
the Daily Word, and a great story from Daryl. So thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. like to take a moment to encourage you as part of our unity online radio family of listeners to support this ministry through a love offering for your convenience you can make one-time or recurring monthly donations go to www.unity.fm and click on donate now thank you for your support Mark Nepo and Daniel Namod at Unity Village for The Exquisite Risk, Daring to Live an Authentic Life, September 19th through 22nd, 2013. Learn more at unityvillage.org slash N-E-P-O. Celebrated Unity Minister and author Eric Butterworth tells us, The exciting thing is that wherever you may be along the way of unfoldment and self-realization, no matter what the problems or challenges you may face, there is always more in you, the mystery of God in you, the Christ in you, which means your potential for healing, for overcoming, for prosperity. There is no limit. Join us each week for Discovering Eric Butterworth, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Central Time with host Rev. Tom Thorpe. Right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. Welcome back to Funniest Thing, where each week we share stories about how stepping up boldly always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. Thank goodness, it sure does. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like i got to just remember to dummy down. Yes. And this is, speaking of dummying down and being grateful. Yes. Not getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, this yes. is a part of the show where we like to take time to thank all the people that make it possible. That's right. Including our listeners. Listeners, we love you. And the people who send us fan mail. Fan mail, we love you. Even the challenging ones we enjoy Even the getting. the challenging ones make our show better. <laughs> What's amazing is they create spiritual change in, in our universe. That's exactly right. I hope Laura Allen's listening to this episode. Anyway, uh, but... Most important is Jeff Comfort, the engineer. Ooh, yeah. And we love Jeff Comfort. He makes us our, he makes us sound better than we do in real life. That's exactly right. And every week he takes us 
Right into the comfort zone. Yeah. Rumor has it that you don't even really have a New Jersey accent. That that's actually a fact it's, that Jeff puts on. It's an amazing. Way. Yeah, he's got all. He could do anything. He's amazing. Yeah, I'm right. actually from the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, we also want to give a shout out to the prayer line. Prayer line, which is a great tool, and it's it's something that most guys feel reluctant to use. And that actually seems to make it more powerful. Yeah. Because I'm like reluctant. Well, I don't need to call the prayer line. That's for little old ladies. Let me just tell you something. That prayer line has, and of course, you know, I should talk because I always use it as a last resort. Right. But as soon as I call them, I start to feel, and they're always so pleasant on the other end of the line. No kidding. They're just, how can we pray with you? Right. And you you explain your situation. They always come with a very uplifting, affirmative prayer. Not 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 a prayer like trying to beg God to please come around and help this guy. I don't know if he deserves it, but <laughs> no, it's always something very affirmative. And it makes, starts to make me feel like, well, it's true that whatever the situation is, it's already been healed. That's right. That's and, true. And the number is 1-800-NOW-PRAY or 800-669-7729. And I've been using that since I was 23 years old. Um, also, a shout out to... I Italy, the one-stop... Spot online for info and entertainment concerning Italy and Italian-Americans. You can visit them online at i-italy.org. Yes, and some of our listeners may wonder, why is iItaly a sponsor of ours? What's your last name? My last name's Fazzaro. And mine's Biagiotti. Yeah. That's we were, <laughs> we were originally going to call the show Fazzaro and Biagiotti. But, <laughs> but uh, we couldn't even pronounce it. So yeah, or said, spell it. Or spell it. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. we decided, well, we'll just go with Daryl and Ed. And this is a great part of the show. This is the part of the show where we devote to the Daily Word, which oh, always man. seems to magically be the perfect. Yes. Um affirmation and message for the day no yeah. ma- and the daily word is unity's magazine it's a monthly well it comes out every two months you get it yeah daily meditation daily meditation prayer, affirmation Beautiful. it is awesome and we are so excited that we actually have our special guest who's been joining us now yeah that's uh, laura harvey the editor of the daily word magazine how are you doing laura i'm doing great guys thanks for having uh, me again uh, you are welcome. Thank you for taking the time to walk all the way up the flights of stairs or take the elevator, whatever you do to get up to the studio. That's right. And I don't think Laura realizes to us, you are like a rock star. I know it sounds corny, but to guys that actually read the Daily Word and have yeah. been reading it, look forward to it. It is. It is. I really have to thank you for putting it together all these years that you've been doing it and other people have done it before you because it really has been an mm. integral part in my in making my life what it is today that simple little reading it, it's it's amazing yes well it has a magic of its own i think and you know there's this huge team involved in this project. i'm just sure, the only sure. one that's got the picture in there but you know i it, i um it has just been with people in people's lives for so long and um it that in itself has a certain power i think sure Sure. Yeah. So would you like to read today's daily word for us? I would love to. I would love to. Beautiful. Today's um, word is journey. Uh, Our affirmation is I am fulfilled on my life's journey. (sighs) When I am at a crossroads, what do I do? 
Do I take the familiar path or the one less traveled? Whichever path I choose, I make a commitment to enjoy the journey. All paths lead me to and through new adventures. Even when I am not making major life decisions, I enjoy my daily path, whether I'm going to work, to church, or to school, whether I'm on vacation or performing a routine task. I remind myself to enjoy all life has to offer. I look around and see the good that abounds. As I do, I experience new joys I might otherwise have missed. With each new day, I experience fulfillment on my life's journey. From Ecclesiastes 3.12, I know that there is nothing better for them than to be happy and enjoy themselves as long as they live. Ah. Speaking of journey. That's right. Don't stop believing. Hold on to that feeling. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty good. Yeah. Who would have guessed? Well, it's rare that we would have actually a rock and roll band's name as the, uh, yeah, the Daily, Daily Word, Word, so it was appropriate. And that is one of the Journey songs that I really do enjoy. So uh, do you mind if I uh, read the message version of the Ecclesiastes uh, that, uh, scripture that we heard? Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> you could tell we have a little trouble even pronouncing the uh, yes, chapters. No and, doubt about it. And... Uh, the message is actually a, uh, for those listeners that don't know, it's a translation of the Bible put together by someone who spent 10 years going back to the Hebrew and Greek text to bring it right. translated into the after, language of the 20th century. Right. After a lifetime of teaching it. Yeah, because people asking him to yeah, do it. Because he found that he goes, wait a minute, every week I'm helping, I'm translating this into modern English right. for my students. Right. Why don't I just do the whole book? And this Can you was, tell me, dude, my, I got Daryl, I got to tell you, my mom has oh, been here, here we giving go. me the business since last week about where we got this from. Um, she heard something you said, and, I, and as soon as you said it, my mom meter went off. I knew what you meant, but I was just wondering if you could just share with where we got the, our version of the message and how much you love the people that gave it yeah, to us. Yeah, sometimes my New Jersey way of saying things seems... Like it might be a little abrasive, but it's right. not. It's not. And what happens? Get excited. Well, I get excited and I skip words and adjectives, right. and usually only Ed and my wife understands what I mean. <laughs> but uh, what I said was last week. I was like, "Can you believe it? Of all the people that would give us this very open-minded right book, very you know contemporary version what, of the Bible, version of the Bible was a uh, Catholic." None. The daughters of Pauline, right yeah, down the street. That's right. And uh, some people thought, was he making it like, well, wait a minute. Does he mean that? No, let's just say it straight. My mom. <laughs> that's, why I'm, that's why I'm asking you to let me off the hook. If it wasn't my mom, I wouldn't be asking. Okay. What, we, what, I, what I mean is, like most of us, we're very judgmental about different religions. Especially the ones we might have grown up in. Yes. And we tend to think when we come into this very open, you know, unity is a very open-minded yes. way of thinking right. in terms of spiritual living. Right. And it embraces everything. Right. And that's what I love about it. Right. And we have learned, too, because instead of going, you know, because some of our friends who get their beaks wet with this stuff yes. tend to go on these, 
Yeah, well, you know, they'll never get it at the blonde blah church yeah, I right. grew up in. Or too bad those people are still... Yeah, then they go on holding, like, resentments. And, and resentments unhealthy. Yes. Regardless who it's against. And the That's best right. thing to do is bless. And that. And I learned something early. And it was the funniest thing. It was from a unity minister right. who said, you know what? Even if you're coming to this church, we all agree, you know, take the best and leave the rest. That's right. And I was just saying that most people might think, me included, I, the last part, like we were looking all over right. for a contemporary Bible, and the last place we would think we would get it's it, because we even looked through their little bunch over there at their little store, the Pauline Sisters store, and that's when Sister Jennifer Tekla came up and said, oh, this one's my favorite. Right. And it was the message, and I go, oh, yeah, this is awesome. And she goes, hang on, I got an extra cup, you can have it. Right. And I'm like, really? And she goes, yeah, because now I have it on my iPad. Yeah. And uh, so that's what I meant. It, 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 I wasn't saying it in a derogatory no. way. I was saying it in a very well-intentioned, hey, man, I get it. And I got to tell you, tell you that thanks to you, you helped me open my, my mind to the fact that they get it too. Whatever judgment I once held about the Catholic Church or nuns or whatever, knowing you and seeing the way you interacted with those nuns helped me to let go of my own. I wouldn't have said it out loud probably, but I was holding some of that stuff. And by hanging out with you and practicing this stuff, I came to love a part of myself too that I once thought I had to judge and leave behind. Oh, so yeah. I want to thank you for that. Well, that has to do with a lot of these different people that have walked into my life whether it was a rabbi at one time I met or right. just a layman or nuns. Or, I mean, it's amazing. And you start attracting like-minded people. Right. You know, you start living. Yes. Like, you start so, attracting people just like the way you think. You know, that, life, oh, is yeah. a, life is a reflection of mental states. The fact that God brought us together in the way we came together. That was amazing. And well, now Laura Harvey's in our life in this way. And now let's read the message. Okay. So. Ecclesiastes, if I'm saying that correctly, I hope. Is that right? Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes. Thank you. It's so good to have a teacher, finally. <laughs> someone a little bit smarter we, we, than us. This is not the first name that we've mispronounced on the air, so that's actually a compliment on our show. So. <laughs> Ecclesiastes. All right. So I backed up to 3, 12, and went up through 14. So... I've decided this is coming from the message that we just talked about, the version of the Bible called the message. I've decided that there's nothing better to do than go ahead and have a good time and get the most we can out of life. That's it. Eat, drink and make the most of your job. It's God's gift. That's so we'll quit asking questions and simply worship in holy love. I like that. That see that I clearly get enjoy the journey. Stop complaining. It's like you know, when one door closes, another one opens. So don't stand in the hallway complaining about the door that just shut. That is very well said because that is something that a lot of us do. Well, I do it. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of us meaning I do almost all the time. Until we remind each other and then I get it. I go, yeah, why am I complaining about this? Because there's – yeah, there's when this door shuts, something better. What wonderful thing is going to come right. of this? Laura, what – what do you do when you're in a situation where it seems like a door is closed and you're not sure which one's going to open next? Well, I freak out for a little while first. <laughs> Good. <laughs> All right. Check. Okay. <laughs> and then, oh, gosh, what do I do? You know, I, I, um, I start to have faith, you know. I start yes. to remember that every there's not one thing in my life that hasn't turned out well eventually. 
You know, there's not one thing I can look back on and say, oh, that was horrible and, and it, it it worked out just as I worried about it working out. It never does. It never works out the way you worry about, you know, right, a, right. your worst case scenario never happens, yeah, you true. know. And so I just start reminding myself so I can do a little intellectual work like that, just sort right. of going through it and making sure I know that it always works out, you know, yes. and take a deep breath and have a little patience and, you know, open to the fun of it all, you know? Yes. That reminds me of something. You know, you brought up good. A friend of mine helped me with this one a lot because I usually call him when I'm in a bind and not too long, well, a long time ago. It seems like it was yesterday, but in 1991, I forget what it was, first desert storm. I had just gotten off active duty and I was now a reservist. Right. And I was, I was going to art school. Like my dream is starting, you right, know? Right. So I'm out and I'm, honorably discharged or still an inactive reservist and i get the letter uh-huh you know uh, you know certified mail and i'm going oh no right they're pulling me back in for this you know just when everything's going my way now so i call my friend and he goes i tell him i got this letter i think they're going to call me back in and you know what he said what's that that's great. Yeah. <laughs> he goes look how everything else worked out in your life up to this point but don't go get that uh, certified mail at the post office unless you're ready to accept God's will for you. Uh, it's finally, he said just the perfect thing because uh, then I'm thinking, well, I want to accept God's will for me. Yeah, you know? nice then I started driving to the post office and everything changed. First of all, I got this huge feeling of gratitude. You know what? I'm 28 years old. Right. I've, these kids that are going to art school when they are 18, they were panicking about going to war. I mean, they right. were asking me, well, what's going to happen? Are we, is they going to bring back the draft? And I said, look, pal, don't worry. First, you'll see the active duty. I go, you might want to be a little concerned if you see me disappear because I'm an inactive <laughs> reservist. But now I'm thinking, you know, why not me? Right. I've had 10 more years than them. Yeah. A great life. It was like this, the battle of him, like the halls of Montezuma started playing in my head. Yeah. I got Fantastic. My, I get my, uh, I go to the post office and it turns out, it's funny when you bless a thing, you're ready to face the lion. It yes. turns into an Airedale. Mm -hmm. They were calling <laughs> me back in because they wanted to award me, the secretary of the army wanted to give me a special award. I was the first Coast Guard ever to receive a award like this from the Secretary of the Army for something that I had done while I was in active duty, I didn't even realize. Mm. It was incredible. I was in tears, and I told the same friend, I said, I did nothing. He goes, yes, you did. Mm -hmm. He goes, you showed every day just blessing your job, blessing mm. your work. Mm. And he goes, and this is it. This is how, yes. you know, this is how it works. And I was like, oh, my God. Yes. Wow. That's sweet, man. Mm -hmm. So we're about to, are we coming to the end of this? Uh, you have anything else to add before? Uh, well, I do want to thank Laura for coming on on this segment and reading the Daily Word with us. You're welcome, guys. I'm happy to do it. And uh, we appreciate, uh, Daryl, you sharing that last little bit. That's really inspirational. I can feel a little goosebumps going through me. Well, I forgot all about it till Laura shared how she kind of, Works yeah. her way through yeah. the, the, oh, no. You know, why totally. is this happening to me right. instead of for me? Right. Well, isn't because it crazy even, when you look back and all of these, these pieces that didn't fit yes. together have all of a sudden fit together and it was just perfect? Yes. And you go, I, that's what's happening right now. I just can't see any of it. But right now, all these little crazy pieces are all starting to fit together. And, you know, I just can't wait to see what comes out of it you know? yes beautiful what, well what? just like that we're gonna go into a break and see what comes up after that so thank you for listening to 
Funniest thing on Unity Online Radio. Take eight. You ask with childlike wonder, what is the nature of God? Who is Jesus? What is the Christ? How do we know what we know? When you ask these or other heart-centered questions about the non-physical, intangible aspects of life, you are, on some level, a student of metaphysics. New from Unity House and nearly five years in the making, Heart-Centered Metaphysics, a deeper look at Unity teachings, is now available. This is Paul Hasselbeck, author of this quintessential study guide. Enjoy a deeper exploration of universal spiritual principles and truths, whether you are just starting or have been seeking for years. Each thought-provoking chapter of Heart Center Metaphysics speaks to truth-seekers like you, providing essential tools to help elevate your consciousness and create spiritual transformations in your outer life and circumstances. Order your copy today from the Unity Online Store at www.unity.org. Then click on Shop. Spirit of Recovery is the place where spirituality and recovery meet, where we support your spiritual growth. Reverend Anna Schaus, Ph.D., interviews down-to-earth guests who share with you how they keep going and growing in recovery. Spirit of Recovery is the place to get practical tips and join in lively discussions on topics that matter to recovering people. This program welcomes everyone who wants to know more about recovery. Join Anna and her guests live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central Time on Spirit of Recovery, where we talk about what keeps you growing. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to the funniest thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. Hello, welcome back to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Yes, welcome back. And if you've been listening, this episode is titled Opportunity is Calling, Don't Let It Go to Voicemail. And with that, I think we should kick it off, excuse me for the cough, but I think we should kick it off with this reading from Emmett Fox, and this is from the book called Power Through Constructive Thinking. Yes. Excellent new thought writer, very down to earth. And this comes from the uh, section of the book called the Lord, uh, which is about the Lord's Prayer and uh, on page 24, and I'll read it. So, people think of their supply as coming from certain investments or from a business or from an employer, perhaps, whereas these are merely the channels through which it comes, God being the source. The number of possible channels is infinite. The source is one. The particular channel through which you are getting your supply is quite likely to change because change is the cosmic law for manifestation. Stagnation is really death. But as long as you realize that the source of your supply is the one unchangeable spirit, all is well. The fading out of one channel will be but the signal for the opening of another. A man, for instance, thinks of his employment as the source of his income, and for some reason he loses it. If such a man had realized through regular daily prayer that God was his supply and his, and his job only the particular channel through which it came, then upon the closing of that channel, he would have found another, and probably a better one, opening immediately. Yes. 
This is the thing that plagues a lot of us when we're thinking about going after and manifesting our dreams. Right. Going after the thing it is that we would love to do and right. be compensated for it. Right. And the problem that happens is we fail to realize that God is the source or the universe is the source mm-hmm. and the channels are infinite. Right. And that when I focus too hardly on I got to get paid, let's say, for doing my painting directly from the painting. Right. Well, then I'm clo- I'm blind to all. I'm shutting. Actually, I'm shutting off all possible other channels. Yes. And now I have to try to pull that yes. income towards me. Right. And that's where a lot of us start to feel like I got to push and shove. I got to network. I got to yeah, make it happen. Right. And even hire other people to encourage us to push harder. Yes. I need a coach or I need. You know, and I mean, we don't have anything against coaches, but when you're getting one and you're in this space, yeah, it's it's not really going to be helpful, right? It can it can actually add to the resistance in the long run. Yeah, the resistance for the channel opening. And we bring this up because last episode we discussed how I went to New right. York. It's the I recommend you listen to last week's episode. And real, just a real quick recap is right out of through you know a nudge. Uh, being Uncle, flexible. let's just go. Uncle Al kicked you in the behind. Said, "Drive your gir- then girlfriend, now wife, to New York City. Don't drop her off at the bus stop." You drove to New York City. You remembered that your heart had been yearning to draw a cityscape. You were going to go. I'm going to draw trees in New Jersey. But no, Uncle Al, without even knowing, said, "No, you're not. You're going to go live your dream." You dropped Lori off. You join some elderly folks. Yeah, so senior citizens senior out there citizens paying, and I'm a 30-year-old. I go, well, shoot, if they could do it, I could do it. That's right. So you drew your first cityscape. It came out remarkably well. You were actually approached by a professional art teacher. Yes. Who Sid Hermel. thought you were a teacher. He thought I was yeah. a teacher. Sid Hermel. He thought you were a teacher. You said, wow, this is my first one. I feel great. Then you noticed apartments for sale in a very nice part of New uh, York City. That's right. Co-ops right there by where I was parked, available at Gramercy Park. Right. Within a week, you own two of them. Yeah. By the next day, I went back to New York and I signed contract on one of them for myself. I encouraged Lori, who was my girlfriend, to buy one because yes. they were ridiculously affordable. They were only right. $30,000. So you only need to come up with 20% down, which was 5000 Right, right. Right, it was five thousand down. That's not quite 20%. But and I said, hey, use the credit card. So she got one. I got one. What happened? We were still dating, so I ended up. We ended up living together on the one on the second floor. We rented out the one on the ninth floor, and the one on the ninth floor generated so much income. Right. It com- it paid one hundred percent of the expense on the one we were living in. So as a result, well, let me let me just pause because you said something again and again lately that I really want to make sure people hear, which is you did you're doing your art, yes, right, and your art. Led you to that place. Yes. And as a result of doing the art. Opportunity. Or I see the opportunities around me, which is what we read today in Journey. Right. You know, we're open to all this good around us when we're flexible, too. Right. So no one came to you and said, I'm going to pay you $100,000 for that cityscape. No. But in essence, they, 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 God, God did. did. Yes. And this is the thing. When people hear, do what you love and the money will follow yes they tend to even i did Mm -hmm. you know i mistakenly think it's got to come directly from payment for the painting yes payment for playing music in your case yes no what it means is do what you love 
Be open to the infinite channels. Right. And you will be compensated. Right. Because that doing that artwork, I would have never gone to New York right. had I not been flexible enough to or humble enough right. to listen to Uncle Al and drive Lori to work. Yes. Then be willing. God gave me training wheels and the seniors there do the painting. Yeah. Which led to me noticing sign. Let me tell you. So now I'm an artist with Lori. She was pursuing our career. We're living rent free in right. Manhattan. And we own two properties in Manhattan, right. directly result of doing what I love. So you're an artist uh, living rent. No, no, it's not even rent free doesn't do justice because you're actually owning these yes, two, two places. Them, yeah. Did you still own the place in Jersey? I still owned a place in New Jersey. Okay, so yeah. you had that now I had going three for you. Let's just fast forward to how you ended up because I really want to get to. There's something that oh. I really want you to share. So you you ended up in that the perfect studio. Yes. You can tell a little bit about how how did you end okay. up there. This is what happens too when you're open to this stuff. And 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 don't get me wrong. You know, in my morning, I do a morning routine. I suggest all our listeners do some sort of morning practice. Here, here, I second the motion. You know, and whether it's with the Daily Word or just something to. You could stop what you're doing. Yeah. Even, even though that I think I, we just lost our engineer on that one. Right. <laughs> but what you could do is just to stop your head from racing. Yes. And do, you know, take the time to get centered. And then you're open to intuition. Yes. And, and, and it really means whatever it is, just do it every day. Yes. I used to, Daryl would ask me if I had a morning routine and I would kind of like, Think that I had to say yes because I some days I would and some days I wouldn't. Now I just simplified it. I do it every day. It's you know whether it's five minutes or thirty minutes or whatever. Keep it, it is. simple. Keep it very. Keep it simple. simple so you do it because doing yeah. a little seven minute routine every day is better than going to a monastery for two weeks out of the year and not talking. Daryl even let me off the hook by saying I could have coffee while I did it. You know, or yes. even if I if I smoke cigarettes, have a cigarette, whatever. Yes. But. Get there. Do it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be elaborate. So, you know, I've always done my morning routine. So I become more and more open and receptive to these channels. Doesn't mean I don't get fearful, but by doing this on a regular day, you're more intuitive and you're more alive. So what yes. happened was um, I was dropping off slides. Uh, mm-hmm. I That second day when I went back to sign the contracts to get those apartments, I did another uh, drawing in the same neighborhood. And I was getting slides developed of these new cityscapes. Yes. And at the photo lab where they developed the slides, yes. there was a little flyer for an art studio at Union Square, $200, which this is 1992 okay. or 91, 92, because I was 30 years old. So I go to check out the art studio, shared it with a couple other artists. They were printmakers. Yes. They had a big print pressing press. And I great studio, print. right? I mean, that's awesome. a great location. Oh, my God. Correct? Union, 41 Union Square. That's amazing. I mean, it's awesome. You can't even go near that place now. Right. It's so much money. But anyway, it was wonderful. And it was great having a couple other guys, yes. artists, you know. Just a few doors away from our studio, Sid Hermel, the guy that I met doing the painting, the teacher. And he was already, I, I came to discover, was a very well-known pastel artist. You had never met Sid Hermel until he saw your yes. first paint, your very first cityscape. Yes. And now you happen to get a studio in Union Square and a couple doors down is Sid Hermel. Man. And we would be, we became friends and he shared some of his, uh, you know, pastels with me and we talked and long story short, because, uh, you know, and this is another thing, if you're an artist or even in spiritual matters or anything, you got to be, allow yourself, people go, well, how do I, you know, become more creative? Make a mess. That's what I say. 
make, make a, mess. a mess. I like that. Allow yourself to make a mess. Yes. And what I did was I'm going, oh, I'm getting stuck with my drawings. So in the studio, the printmakers would soak these big sheets of cotton paper uh-huh. in water before they would run them through the press. Well, I said, oh. I took one of the sheets still damp. And I started like drawing on it with my pastel. Right. And it created this. I felt like I was painting with fingerprints. Wow. And it was during the summer. So the cool paper felt really good Uh. in New York, you know, with the fan in there because it's very humid. I was like, oh, and it's mushy and smooth, like painting with colorful pudding. So no matter what happened, you were even feeling good. I was loving doing doing it. it. Yes. And that feeling. So I started to get good enough with the technique. I started doing still lifes. And um, they became noticed and cityscapes. And I started drawing toys, um, you know, the play school, uh, little people toys in very ominous situations, yeah. you know. And I didn't say it, but you can kind of feel like even though they didn't have faces, just with the shadows, like, ooh, what's going on here? Right. You could pick up on it. And they were very colorful. But anyway, what happened was I was I was went with Lori was working as a waitress right so i went to the diner I'd go there regularly eat with her and i went with a friend of mine and he brought a friend of his and we just started shooting the breeze and his friend who i didn't really know at the time started going oh steve tells me you're an artist i said yeah and i started telling him about the technique because you were excited i was excited you know i'm working wet with pastel because he goes how do you paint like we use oils pastel and i go well i'm doing this thing with wet pastel he goes wet pastel what are you talking about uh-huh. and i started telling him about it and uh, he goes he goes, I can't believe you're sharing this. He goes, most artists I talk to, yeah. you know, they're very reluctant to share their secrets. Right. And I said to him, you know, that seemed a little, I said, well, it's just a technique. I go, no one can really paint exactly like me. Right. I said, it's just a he goes, he goes, still, he goes, I'm floored that you're willing to share this. And then he lays this on me. He goes, I'm the editor for American Artist Magazine. <laughs> he goes, would you mind doing, uh, can I do a story, a feature, a feature about this technique? Yeah. What are you, working wet is what I called it. Uh-huh. And uh, sure enough, I'm in American Arts, Artist. And what is American Artist Magazine to people that don't It's know? a national magazine. It, it's very mainstream. Um, you know, it's not very one of those. well respected. It's well respected, but mainly it's for like, Anyone can read American Artist. Oh, it's not okay. one of those very super accessible. high. Yes, it's a very accessible. Nice. Which I appreciate even more than the ones that are a little highbrow. Right, right. It's you perfect know? for you. Yeah, it gives people who want to learn the techniques. And, yeah. And it's fun to go through and get inspired. That's great. Yes. So I'm in this. Sid Hermel had been in it. Teachers I had known had been in it. I'm like, oh, my God. That actually led to three more subsequent article features, stories, you know, as my art progressed. That is things. incredible. But. This is the thing. It's like, and you got to trace it back. You got to be flexible. And that, that helps me when sometimes I feel like, I don't want to do that now. Or it's like, there's no interruptions. You know, I, well, an interruption is really a blessing in this, like a blessing disguised as inconvenience. Yeah, right. And I always have to be willing to go with it. I'm not always willing because right. my ego goes, no, I got my plan. So, so this is interrupting my day. If you're doing a piece of art and, and someone, Calls Ding and dong. needs a hand. Yes. Or you're hungry. or If you're hungry, eat, which right. we're going to have a whole episode yeah. dedicated to the basics. That's right. Next week, I believe. Yeah. And I think we have something from Florence Scoville Shin that really drives these ideas home. And Florence Scoville Shin, and this is this one, I, I actually titled this Hunch Power. Right, right. You know, because it's about trusting your hunches and just going with the flow and being open. Yeah. So I'm just going to read this. And this is from her book called... The Power of the Spoken Word. 
I recommend everyone gets a copy of The Game of Life. And this one's The Power of Spoken Word. And here we go. It says, trust in me, commit me, commit your ways unto me. Committing your ways unto the Lord seems very difficult to most people. It means, of course, to follow intuition. For intuition is the magic path, the beeline to your demonstration. Mm. Intuition is a spiritual faculty above the intellect. It is the still small voice commonly called a hunch, which says, this is the way, walk ye in it. I refer to intuition very often, for it is the most important part of spiritual development. It is divine guidance. It is very difficult for a person who has always followed the reasoning mind to suddenly follow intuition. We have the power of choice. We may follow the magic path of intuition or the long, hard road of experience, or what I call the reasoning mind, because it would have not been reasonable for me to go to New York to drive Lori work. It would have been more reasonable. I'd just drive her to the bus stop in New Jersey and do my little school assignment by painting a little landscape in New Jersey, but by being open to and humble and flexible and this has been the story. That, you know, Lori always jokes, everything you touch turns to gold. But it's not really every. I mean, it may appear that way, but really all it is is, and we said this earlier during the break, it's Forrest Gumping our way That's through right. spirituality, just doing the next right thing. The next right thing. And uh, that is about wrapping it up for today. Um, you have anything else you wanted to tell me? Um, I have a confession. And what I is want. it? I think my karma just ran over your dogma. Oh. (laughs) Now, we'll talk more about intuition and following that golden little voice that leads you right to your success in future episodes. So uh, thank you for uh, tuning in. And uh, please send your stories in uh, to funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Follow us on Twitter at Daryl and Ed. And uh, find the Funniest Thing fan page on Facebook. Remember, every person you come in contact with is a golden link in the chain of your good fortune. So thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed on Unity Online Radio. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Whether you love the Bible or hate it, turn to it daily or refuse to have it in your house, The Bible Alive, Exploring Your Spiritual Roadmap is a program designed just for you. Unity Minister Rev. Ed Townley presents the Bible as a practical, powerful spiritual roadmap full of wisdom and guidance for the challenges of life today. A roadmap for your spiritual journey. Isn't that just what you're seeking? Listen live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central Time for The Bible Alive, exploring your spiritual roadmap with Rev. Ed Townley, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash divine 2022 